1: Thank you, Lucius. We are live at Surprise, Arizona, home of Rangers spring training. Uh, Coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mm, Good. Here's Gia Follow, best of the weekend.
0: All right, so the XFL continues to uh, be just funny, man. I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff. I think they're doing some things extremely well, some other things. uh, I think we could all just appreciate the uh, the comedic value. First and foremost, you had – the the las vegas vipers they were not able to land the uh the raiders allegiance stadium uh, as the the home of their team so you have like most of these other teams are are playing in respectable. Well, maybe it's the Alamo dome or the dome at america's center uh camping world stadium of course we have ours in arlington as well that's not too bad but cashman field is where the vipers play originally built as a triple a baseball uh, stadium in 1983. Renovated, converted to a minor league soccer field in 2019. Now it's the home of the Vipers, and this field could not be more terrible. They were spray painting it green before the game, a little bit of precipitation. You thought guys were slipping around during the Super Bowl. This was incredible. Every time you turned around, these guys were just slipping, slipping. The kickers, these poor kickers, man, trying to kick on this field. It's just it's laughable. It's sad. I felt for them. The press box looked like it was like some type of construction zone that they built like these stilts and just threw two broadcasters in there. That was kind of funny. But I did not realize, did you guys know the way the XFL does their travel plans and their travel accommodations? No. So all eight teams in the league practice in the Arlington Hub. Yeah. So all the all the teams are, are local in Arlington practicing, and then when it's time to go play a game in Vegas, uh, then you load up and you fly, but you fly with the team that you're playing against to and from wow so it's like michigan michigan state walking into the same tunnel going into halftime you have these guys riding on the same plane going to the game and then coming home and obviously coming home would be much worse especially if you are uh, a team like the vipers who lost to the dc defenders and so you have the vipers sitting in the front of the plane silent wallowing in their loss if you will and then you have the dc defenders in the back of the plane and they're all taking videos and they're posting them. And you got futures March Madness playing. They're getting hyped. You got the the booze is flowing and they're 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 basking in victory. I and love it. I'm like I can't believe the XFL. They fly both teams to uh, to and from each game. Whatever I guess whatever it takes to keep the cost down
2: you know for sure that's the whole idea right there for sure you know
0: the
1: the, the xfl like watching a, a bit of the telecast it's shamelessly a trout for the nfl it's like hey jim i think we have a guy over here that might have made a just a good enough play to make a training camp next year let's talk to him and it's it's interesting compelling content as you're you know they're they're not hiding it they're not saying hey we're such an awesome football product you better check this out it's you know, hey, we might be finding a guy that slipped through the cracks. Or check this out. This guy was an All-American in college. He was in the NFL for four years. He's trying to fight his way back in. And I find find it to be pretty interesting because there's quite a few recognizable names. I bet when Krusty's watching it, it's just one guy after another that he scouted and and knows quite well.
2: Yeah, it's like one of those things. I I think the league has done a much better job because you've got some guys – you know, like that, that have been in the NFL for a long time and they understand about team building, you know, maybe they, they, they lost the opportunity to, to stay in the NFL, but they're, you know, I think that the XFL has done it the right way with the, uh, with their player personnel guys, the, the way that they've, they have the, the, you know, with having everybody at one location, the practices and stuff like that. I, I don't think that's kind of crazy at all. I, I just feel like they're doing the best they can to to continue to try and grow the league until they get, you know, the the necessary funds to be able to to fully support it like it needs to be supported.
0: Yeah, no question. It just adds a little bit of insult to injury every time you take that L and then you get on the uh, Well, let me ask you this.
2: If you if you take the L, are you to the back of the plane?
0: No, they're on the front. Uh, the parties in the back.
2: So the it, it's so the sulking's
0: in the front. The parties in the back.
2: So they're trying to get the losing team off the plane first, I kind of a thing. So. Yeah, well, I mean the that cool makes sense. The,
0: the cool kids sit in the back of the bus. I remember getting on the, the bus for the first time in sixth grade. The eighth graders were in the back. It's like, hey, sixth grader, you gotta pick the the the, the, the closest open seat. I kinda, uh, but the the parties in the back. Dude. I kind of feel
2: like that the 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 winners need to be in the front of the the front of the plane. You know, you, you get the right
1: to get
0: off first. Yeah,
2: you get the right to get yeah. off first.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like you're, you, got,
2: you got boarding. You got boarding card A fifteen.
1: Maybe
0: they got a door in the back too.
2: They do. They do. That's yeah. you, you always. You can travel. Yeah, both ways. You can. Yeah.
0: So uh you also have the broadcast where they're doing the live mics we heard G bag of the day uh, <laughs> you, they, they let some stuff slip a little bit. Here was one of my favorite moments where you have the play caller uh, on the sidelines the coach he's dialing up the play and then he's upset about something and well it immediately goes over the air Celebrating ten years we might uh, we might not we might not actually have that uh, wait wait apologize. are you talking to me? Uh, yeah, uh, we have the, the sound of the, the play caller from the XFL. Oh, and yeah. He, he drops a curse word in the middle of his play call. Yeah. Keeps going over the air. Yeah.
2: Twins left Cancun, Cancun wide Cancun spots. Spot. Get left. Shane's got to
0: get the <laughs> play. Like you could be sitting on your couch and then that just gets uh, just thrown at you. It's it, that's what the XFL is providing for us right now. Then you have a coach, uh, Terrell Buckley, who is We drafted
2: him in Green Bay. That was the first guy we ever drafted in Green Bay good corner, 90. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He ended up didn't he was he was he really good for the Eagles?
2: No. No, no. He went to the Dolphins he went and to the Dolphins. he bounced around a little bit, yeah.
0: Well, uh, he coaches the Orlando Guardians, and uh, he was – They're bad offensively. He was not happy with his team's performance. He's got a little Jason Kidd in him. He's like, this, this is not my fault. This is the player's fault. Here he is, Terrell Buckley. Welcome back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We gotta get different guys in there. Obviously
1: we got I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we gotta get people in there, young men that wanna play, that wanna compete, make plays.
2: I just saw you walk
0: up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team?
1: I'm seeing guys not performing. Look at the scoreboard. They gotta perform. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like uh, the, these guys are not any good. Uh, I'm, I'm used to. I was hoping we were going to get guys that were legit players, and for some reason, my players can't do anything. Don't look at me. Don't look at
2: me. You know, look what? At these players. There was a coach that probably said something about him back in the day, the same way he was talking about his team. Yeah. You know, Buckley was a shorter guy, and we should have took Troy Vincent is who we should have taken. Instead, we took Buckley, and it. You know, I mean, he we we get on digs about not tackling and not winning being involved and stuff like that yeah buckley was the <laughs> buckley buckley was digs before digs wow in the 90s yeah. I, yeah I feel like
1: the best coaches can focus on what techniques or what recognition we need but a lot of times it's just that the guys don't have the energy they don't have it that day and it can be highly highly frustrating when you're watching guys that won't even go to the damn ball it's like wow no wonder you're not in the nfl bro you know What what, what do you do you need? Do you need a a, a handwritten note that it's okay to go over there and tackle that guy? What the hell are you waiting for? Mm. You know, and and it's 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 so maddening, I I think, as a coach, because you can't coach effort. You know, you can coach everything. But if you if you don't want to, you know, full send with with it, then there's nothing I can do. And you're stuck. You know, you're 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 really stuck as a coach. Well
2: the problem you run into and I was giving praises to these you know, the XFL for these guys and the gals that are picking these players and stuff, but you know, Buckley, that's your team. You know, you you had the opportunity to draft your guys, pick your guys and stuff like that. If you know, if you didn't you know and I, I get it, it's you're not spending you know, millions of dollars on XFL scouting, but still. You're dead it, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's your team. You're the one yeah. that, you know, had the opportunity to. Part
1: of it's frustration that you didn't prepare them better, oh, to sure. be honest. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, I'm just th- need new players. Need a new team. <laughs> yeah. Can't win with them. Can't coach with them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Hey, uh, I think the number one surprise, so far from surprise, is that Broadus left his legendary scouting bag in the trunk of his uh, Nissan Sentra. I was stunned. I could not believe. You picked it
1: up thinking like, oh, Brian,
0: you need this. He's like, nope. Don't need it. I'm double strapped up now. He didn't want to do the single strap on the right shoulder. I don't know if if that is causing any hip trouble perhaps or if that's bad for the bunion on the right side. I didn't know what the deal was here, but Broadus has gone with a good old-fashioned Jan Sport, new age, double-strap backpack as opposed to the... Old mummified scouting bag that he's had for 164 years. Yeah, me
2: and Bucko Kilroy back in the day, our scouting bags were very similar, like <laughs> Bucko that.
0: Bucko Kilroy, did you just make up that
2: name? No, it's a real man, a real scout, real, I don't a, a Hall you. of Fame scout. Look him up. That's Buck- a Hall of
0: Fame name, is what Look that him up,
2: is. Bucko Kilroy. He was Bucko a New Kilroy. England Patriots hey, back in the Bucko. day. Bucko Kilroy, and he uh, he had an old <laughs> old school scout. Do you see his picture? <laughs> I do. Yeah, Bucko Kilroy. He's <laughs> oh, a big time scout. Yeah. He was the original crusty. He was born in 1921. There you go.
0: Six days before Brian brought us.
2: I was scouting with him. I was selling programs at the uh, the, old, uh, the old stadiums with him and stuff like that. But, <laughs> yeah, the scouting bag, I just got tired. I mean, I was walking. The last trip we had to Arizona, I got tired. of I mean, I was walking behind you guys, and my bag was falling all over the place. And stuff was falling out and all that because the zippers were broken and stuff. Yeah, the so, next
0: thing I know, you're going to get a new wallet.
2: That's not going to happen. Who are you, Brian? <laughs> I mean, my
0: gosh.
2: I don't know, man. i tell you what. I, I will say this. I saved Jared some embarrassment last night. I pulled one of my dad moves and go, everybody make sure they got their credit cards out of the checkbook thing, you know, out of the check when you Oh, uh, after yeah. you pay. And Jared looked down at me and goes, Thank you. And he, sure enough, he had his credit card. So, you know, every once in a while I come up with some type of crusty maneuver, wallets, phones. Make sure you have them, guys, and yeah. Yeah, it pays off for you every once in a while.
1: There are some redeeming qualities to your crustiness. You're right, Appreciate Brian. that. Thank you. All righty. Uh, thank you, Chief. What the heck was that? Bobby Carella, Mavs.com explains how concerned we should be after one of the most disappointing Mavs games in a long time. It's next in the nation. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blockout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.